When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The 20th anniversary musical remake of Mean Girls opens in movie theaters nationwide today. I spoke with actress Ashley Park ahead of the 2017 pre-Broadway premiere at DC's National Theater, before earning a Tony nomination on Broadway and now returning in the brand new film version this weekend. Ashley, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Hi, morning. Just so our listeners know, uh, explain the deal here, like getting in on the ground floor if they come out here. Explain sort of how you're trying it out here and then you're going to bring it to Broadway. Yeah, so this is going to be the world premiere. Um, Our first preview is on Halloween, and it'll be the first time that any audience in the world has ever seen our musical. So um, before we take it to Broadway in the spring, we're basically doing an out-of-town tryout here. Um, So we get to uh, work out anything we want to work out in the story and develop characters more and just see what our show feels like in front of an audience. And DC is the audience that gets it. (laughs) (laughs) We're really glad we're the one that gets it. I'm pretty sure um, uh, West Side Story did the same thing all those years ago at National Theater. We got the first run there. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty darn sure. And then... um, Yeah, uh, a lot of shows do that in DC, you know, because you guys have like the arena and the national and signature. I feel like a lot of shows do have a ton of tryouts here. Yeah, well, uh, Dear Evan Hansen started here at Arena, yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're excited to see it. Um, who created this one? It's, it's Tina Fey and... Uh... Nell Benjamin and Jeff Richmond and Tina Fey, they have been in the room every single day of every rehearsal. Um, and they are all now here in D.C. Because um, we got here about a week and a half ago. Um, we've been rehearsing in New York for about a month beforehand. And they have been in every single part of this process. Um, we actually just had our sits probe the other day, which was the first time we heard the orchestrations for the show. So we all got to sing our songs to the orchestra for the first time. It's a 14-piece orchestra, which is amazing. Wow. And it, the show completely came alive. And we, so Jeff and Nell, that was a big day for them. They got to hear all their music, and we got to do it with the orchestra. Awesome. Well, um, let's uh, before we go too far in, uh, let's take a step back and pretend that maybe some of our listeners have been living under a rock and aren't familiar. Maybe they missed the movie somehow. <laughs> Tell, explain the plot for us. Um, well, the plot is essentially um, uh, our protagonist, Katie Heron. She is basically plucked from the her life homeschooled in Africa, and she comes to Chicago, Illinois. Um, and she is dropped into this life of a high schooler. She's a junior in high school. Um, and the premise is just about where, you know, a high schooler finding where she belongs um, and trying to fit in. And a bunch of high schoolers dealing with their insecurities and 
um, finding the people that they are in high school. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. When when did you actually yourself personally stumble across uh, Mean Girls? Do you remember when the movie came out and watching it? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, that that is a movie. I mean, it, it is pretty, you asked earlier, like how special this process is for us. And it is pretty surreal because Mean Girls is that movie that if it was ever playing on TV or if like I was in the airplane and I couldn't fall asleep, I would always turn it on. <laughs> it's one of those movies I can watch at any time. And for my generation, we, we grew up with it. It's kind of like our 16 candles, you know? Um, and it's probably the most quoted movie right now <laughs> <laughs> um, across generations. So it's super fun. And it, what's going to be amazing is like um, seeing teenagers now who didn't grow up with the movie, um, how accessible the story is to them now, even if they aren't familiar with the movie. Right, right. When they watch the musical. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Uh, who plays uh, the Lindsay Lohan role, Katie? Um, one of my best friends from college, Erica Henningsen. <laughs> Tell me what makes her so special on stage. Um, first of all, she does not leave the stage at all. She's literally, all of Act One is basically, she's on stage. She's a freaking star. It's um, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, she's, she's singing constantly, and she, um, so it's going to be a totally different experience to watch a Katie Heron who's singing the way that she does. Um, she brings a lot of strength and a lot of charisma to the character. Um, people are going to be really excited to see her. And then we, from the movie, we also, of course, remember Rachel McAdams' role as Regina, who's who takes that part on stage. Um, my other best friend from college, Taylor Lauderman, we all went to the University of Michigan together. So it's kind of crazy that we're doing this all together. Which 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 school did you say? University of Michigan. Oh, that's so great. And what shows did you guys do there? None truly that we could remember. We were just in the same class together. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sh- I think me and like Taylor did like a production of Brigadoon together in the ensemble, and me and Erica did like concerts at like you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. But that's so wild that you, yeah. you you it's a little mini reunion here for Mean Girls. <laughs> that's awesome. No, it's real. It's re- it really actually is crazy. <laughs> Awesome. And we all came into the process at different points of the process, too, so it's been really great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to get into the music because, I mean, we, we all know, you know, we remember the story and the, and the movie, but this is the first time we, we've put a, slapped a songbook on this. So tell take me into some of the, the musical numbers. What are some of the highlights in your mind? Um, I think the amazing thing about the music is it, it really is an original score. It doesn't feel like any other musical that I've ever heard. Um, I come from a background of like Rodgers and Hammerstein, Broadway revivals and Sondheim and even any pop rock shows. Um, it doesn't, it has its own sound and taste. Every genre is, um, uh, there's an homage to every genre in this show, but it all kind of feels, it's all the same rhetoric a little bit. Um, Jeff, it, I've been so shocked that this is Jeff Richmond's first musical because it's like he was born to write for musicals. Um, the humor that him and Nell come up with together, it fits perfectly with Tina Fey's writing style too. Um, so it's really cohesive. Uh, and it's going to be really exciting for people because they're going to be like, I, there's moments, what's amazing is there's so many moments in the movie because it is about high schoolers and their vulnerability and, um, and, and little conflicts are blown up, um, and emotions are blown up in the musical, and they're opened up because of the music. Um, and when a character goes into song, the, the audience is going to be so excited because they're going to recognize these moments 
and see them become into these huge production numbers. And like the exciting thing about the music too is that we have this ensemble of the most amazing dancer singers that I've ever worked with. They are every number is a huge production number and people's minds are just being blown. So you said this is Jeff Richmond's first uh, time writing an actual musical, but I know he's done a lot of original music for TV shows like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and 30 Rock. I'm sure that's how him and Tina met. Uh, but t- take me into the uh, who's directing this. We have a Tony winner, Casey. Oh, my God. Yeah, amazing. Um, they, Yeah, well, Jeff Richmond, it, it's both Jeff's and Tina's first musical or their Broadway debut, which is really exciting. Um, and, of course, they get to – we are all being steered – and this ship is being helmed by Casey Nicola, who is a you know Tony winner. He is such a vet of he knows exactly how to steer us all, and it's 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 pretty sensational working with him. Um, and he's really good at these. He, I mean, he he directed Aladdin and Book of Mormon, and he really understands huge comedies and big pictures, and really knows how to zoom into very specific moments and. I've always wanted to work with him, and I'm so excited that I get to on this. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, I'm sure you, I mean, not only with Mean Girls, but with SNL and 30 Rock and everything else, you you came up watching t- Tina Fey and admiring her, too. What what Was there anything that sort of surprised you about her when you actually got to meet her in person and, and, and work with her actually on a working level? Um, like, how, how is she behind the scenes from what we all know from loving her own screen all these years? I think, I mean, I have always looked up to Tina Fey. I think that she is a strong, smart woman. Um and one of the strongest and smartest of our time. And I think she's an icon in that way. And so I remember like auditioning for her and I was like, Oh my God, I cannot believe I get to say the word fetch in front of Tina Fey. Like that's all I want to do. That's literally, I don't have to get the part. Like this is just crazy. Um, (laughs) And she's literally the most humble, generous, down-to-earth person, truly. She really is about the work. She wants to be the best it can be. She's so collaborative. Um, like this Gretchen Wieners, yes, it's based on the movie, but it's she gets to come and... Because it was her first screenplay, which is just insane in itself. Yeah. I mean, Girls was her first screenplay. And now she gets to come at, back at it with a perspective. She, you know, she's a 12-year-old and a 6-year-old now. She's lived more life, and she's... Um, and so she gets to come back to this story with this different perspective and with this whole group of different people and we get to collaborate with her. And like, I remember like when I was, when we were rehearsing in New York, I was doing another off Broadway show at the same time and she, it was called K-pop and she came to watch it 
Um, it was just, you know, just to support me and to support the producers. And she's just like really that kind of person. She's a true team player. She she talks about this in her book, Bossy Pants, that the best thing a boss can do is hire people they trust and then let them work. And she really does that. Yeah, that's great. How much of sort of the, the high school antics and the burn book and all that stuff, uh, the, the clicks and everything, how much of that do you, do you recognize from your own high school days? Like, does it take you back a little bit? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I think, I mean, that's what's so funny is that, like, I, I joke that I, like, never thought I'd be going back to high school. I get to go back to high school with a di- different perspective. But get, go back to high school. Isn't it our dream to, like, go back to high school and, like, do it over? <laughs> I get to go back to high school with my best friends from college. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you could As go back know. knowing what you know now. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, this, the name of my, the title of my song, Oak Ridge Wiener's song, and you're really one of the first to know, is that the title is What's Wrong With Me? Um, and it's that question that whole time, like, Gretchen is the epitome of just all of the insecurities. Um she wears it on her sleeve a little bit. And so for, for audiences and for people in the audience, she's, you know, everyone, everyone relates to that. And I think that's why, you know, we find ourselves at the end of the show, like everyone in the creative team and the people in, in the show, we're all just like always um, like crying by the end of the show, just because it really, it re- we've all really gone through it. Like everyone's been through that experience in high school where they feel like, they don't know what how to fit in or they don't know what's wrong with them or how they can how they can get people to like them and it to do to go back to that place is really kind of crazy <laughs> so that song you mentioned that's your big number but do you have a favorite that you get to sort of sit back and watch in the wings watch someone else do yeah i mean I, it's another number that i'm in kind of but the the number justice the act 1 finale is really the most joyful number i've experienced on stage and it's a big group number it's when regina Finally, uh, they they kick her out, and they're raising up Katie as the new leader, um, and they're celebrating this freedom that they feel now that Regi- the downfall of Regina, um, and it's just for half the number, I'm I'm sitting on I'm sitting on stage watching this the ensemble from on the stage, and they're dancing. It's just it's insane. There's so much going on. And it's so well crafted, and each character gets like a little moment of like pure joy at the height of their joy. And like for me, the most emotional thing is like at the end of that, Katie comes forward as like the new queen bee, kind of, mm-hmm. um, and in a really joyful way. And I'm I'm literally on this table, like holding onto Erica Henningsen's like leg, as and she's the and it's really meta because I feel. Cause it's it's like I'm uh, holding up like my best friend in real life too, and watching her sing. And it's like one of the most emotional things I've felt on stage. That's awesome. We have, we... You know, just to watch your yeah your friend have like that moment as like the star of a show, but like literally be touching her, it's like insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What what do we see? We've we've gone a lot into the music, but what do we see sort of visually? Is it is it the designers set up sort of like a high school look with lockers, or t- take us into sort of what we see? Yeah. I don't want to give it away, but okay. um, there's a really, uh, it's really well crafted and designed. I mean, millions into this set. Um, and they had to do a very special concept because the way that Tina writes is so fast. We, we, we ch- like within like one minute in the show, I think there's a period of like 60 seconds where we, we are in maybe like seven different locations 
it's pretty quick, you know, it's really crazy. So they have to be very smart in how they design the set because there's at no point, it's like once act one starts, you feel like a train has started and all of us do too. And like, there's literally no breathing until the end of the act. It's so well paced and well crafted. So the set is really, it's really special. I think it's unlike anything that anyone has ever seen. Well, we can't wait to board that train you're talking about. It's, it's going to be so much fun to watch the show. Um, I guess just in closing, if our listeners have heard this and they're saying, ooh, they're, they're, their interest is peaked, why, why should they come out? Oh, because it's something they're not going to want to miss. I mean, if for those who love the movie, um, what I love about this show is that every moment that you want from the movie, you will get in some way. Um, and in some ways it'll be expounded and in some ways it'll be changed a little bit so that you're going to feel like you have ownership over it. I think the fans of Mean Girls are going to really, really dig this. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think people who just want an entertaining musical are going to really enjoy it too. It's like, it's so entertaining and I think it's good for all ages. I think children are going to really love it because there's so much to look at and there's so much to take in. And I think it's a really important story for all generations to see um, right now in, in terms of uh, the message being about kindness and the message about being, you know, we, we may not all be best friends, but let's all police ourselves and really look after each other and be present with each other. And I think that's something that everyone needs to hear right now. And we do it through song and dance. <laughs> What's not so to love? <laughs> Actually, to love. well, we're we're so thrilled that you chose uh, DC and National Theater to be the place to kick it off. I, I feel like we're we're all getting like a sneak peek at something that's going to storm Broadway and, and uh, clean up. I guarantee uh, you guys are in for the ride of your life. So thanks for starting with us here. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.